be talking to them. They're kids, though. You should not dramatize them in a very nice way and telling them stories, explaining to them situations. They will get to understand, learn from those stories, and it will help them. And just give them all the love they need. It's more than the world and every other thing that you might think of. I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me. I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. Today we have a guest, amazing guest here a single father who's going to tell us about single fatherhood and everything that has got to do with it. And he's none other than Panjanko. He's from the Gambia and he's here with us. Please introduce yourself. I'm Panjanko Ture. I'm 30 and I have two boys, which I'm taking care of. And I'm glad to be in this interview. <laughs> Very glad to have you. How has single fatherhood been for you? Well. I would say not too challenging. It's just like living a normal life, responsible life. At least it helps you deviate from a lot of things that will make you act irresponsibly. So I thank God for it, though. It's been good so far. How many kids do you have? I have two boys. One is 11 and the other one is three. Oh, nice. Osman and Omar. You know how they say boys are like jumping everywhere. They're way different from girls. How's it like? <laughs> yeah, that's something I love about kids. I hate a kid that will be there just so lame and not talking, not too active. I love it when kids are active. It makes you feel well that they're in a good health condition and they're comfortable. So I'm glad to have them. They're so stubborn, very stubborn, though. <laughs> but at least as time goes on, they grow to be very responsible and okay. Because having my second son, I see him doing the same things that my first son was doing. And my first son trying to quit a lot of things that were not okay. So I feel with time, there will be a conversion at least. You talked about how these kids change your things that you had to do so that you're not doing the wrong things. Why did it have to be having the kids? I don't know whether their life was that bad, <laughs> but I'm just saying what made you change that narrative or perspective or the action that had to be involved in whatever, what is it that made you change that? Well, having a very big responsibility, like having kids, every day you need to wake up 
and make sure that your kids are comfortable and make sure that you are responsible and make sure that they are okay. So it's a challenge that you have no time to waste, very limited leisure hours. So it makes you responsible and like deviates you from doing a lot of unnecessary things. So that's what I meant about that. Yeah. Would you want to advise any parents in that aspect where they have kids, but then they still want to have fun? I'm not saying that you can't have kids and have fun, but can we advise parents or single fathers that have kids and they want to indulge themselves into different things that will cause them pain at the end of the day or will break the hearts of kids? I would like to give advice is like be very conscious about people that get into your life because once they're in your life, they're in your kid's life as well as far as they're under you. So I think you should be very observant of the people that you get engaged with. There are most activities. You talked about having fun. I do have fun with my kids. Mm-hmm. On Saturday mornings, I go to soccer practice with them. On Sundays, we go to the beach, have fun till the evening time. Then we come home, do our homeworks and get ready for the tomorrow. So I think there are some type of chilling that you'll just have to avoid. Some things like clubbing and all that because you wouldn't want to leave your kids late night and like go party and all that. But you have so many ways to have fun. Just the kids around you, it's part of having fun. As far as you feel good from your heart, it doesn't mean that you have to go out, dance, party and all that. What are some of the challenges you faced with being a single father? Every kid will want to have a mother there at the side of his father. Sometimes it's a challenge that I'll have to wake up early in the morning, take bath, clean my kids, get them all dressed up and head to school. I'll have to be like 75% late every month <laughs> to work because you will be running around. Well, moms are great. That's the time you will know the value of your mother. Right. Well, because you will be up in the morning. Your kids will be choosing different shoes. No, daddy, I'm not going to wear this today. I'm going to wear that today. So you see, you'll be running around the house before getting them to eat, dressed up. You're already late. So I'm almost every day late <laughs> for work. But I'll make sure that when I'm at work, I give my best. I give my all. Sometimes I just even spend more time because I've always have this in me. When my kids get to school, I'll make sure that they have extra lessons, at least to match my closing time so that whenever I close, I can get them from school and come home. I guess these are the only challenges because the stubbornness, I'm used to it. It makes me feel alive. So it's normal. <laughs> but getting your time scheduled with them to tally, it's a big challenge. Seriously. Yeah. Then you know the importance of having the mothers around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the moms in their lives. Because <laughs> that's what they, you know, you wake up and you're like, we got to do this. And the kids having to change, they're like, yeah. oh, I can't wear this. I want to wear that. Every morning is a new exactly. together. Wow. So I've been trying to have this interview with single fathers and most of them, it was like a no. Everyone that I contacted, everyone that I tried to reach to, it was like a no, we don't want to talk about. You might know the reason why. Do you have any idea why it's hard? Is it a man thing because men don't really want to talk about stuff or is it just the circumstances probably surrounding their stories? And a lot of men don't want to come out and talk. Would you know anything or that's popping in your mind that will make you think that these people don't want to talk about their stories or don't want to share? Yeah, I guess uh, most of them is about the, how the story comes through. So I guess we have different scenarios. For me, I was married and I had a divorce, but I feel good taking care of them. 
but not being able to disclose your story and all that. I think everyone has a right to that and it depends on the way they feel about that because for me whoever that is coming into my life I make sure that I tell you about my kids because I love them so much seriously so most of them whenever they call they're like how is Omar how is Oz they know that makes me feel good they know that this part of my life and as I have to give to every father out there is that you should be able to make your kids be part of your life, be part of your everyday thing. Whatever you do, you have to consider them, consult them. Sometimes I call my eldest son and like, we'll have to talk about things. We talk like grown-ups, you know. So sometimes I learn a lot from him and, you know, I give my advices as well. So I guess it's best to have them close and ready to disclose it to everyone and tell them that, well, I'm proud and this is my son. It's something very good and it will help the kids as well. That's very, very good. For me, I was thinking probably the stigma around the community where it's like, okay, maybe you had a child out of wedlock or your story, you got married and divorced and you don't want anyone to be in your business. And it's fine. It's okay. It's just that as time goes on, you want to be able to share your story because as other people are out there really struggling and they don't know what to do, how to go about it, how to take care of their kids and all of that. And you are able to do that as a young person. I don't know the other people, maybe they were in their 40s or mid-30s or probably younger than 30 and just didn't want to share their story. But as time goes on, people are always going to talk anyway. Whether you're alive or dead, they're going to talk. Whether it's good or bad, they're going to talk. But one thing is for sure that your story will be a blessing to other people like you are now telling your story and how your kids are important to you. Why are the kids important? Why are they priority? Even though you are no longer with their mom, why is it that they've become priority to you? They're part of me. As I've seen them be a part of me, I've taken them as another part of me. So the love I have for them, I've been taking care of them from the tender age. Yeah, my first son, the mom left Ali to Holland. So I was taking care of him. And until he grows up, then I got married and got another son. And the age is seven years different. So my eldest son, I trained him to be able to take care of his younger brother as well. So I take them as part of me and which I'm very proud of because the same advice I'll give to all parents out there. If you have a kid, they are going to grow and eventually people will know your story whether you know it or not. Right. Yeah, because questions will pop up. When kids are growing up, they will want to know your father. They will want to know your mother. And eventually the right story will come out. Yeah. It's something that is growing and something that can talk. So <laughs> the heart and feeling. So the earlier, the better that you make them part of you, then you'll be more comfortable. Talking about the mother and the father stories that people get to ask, have you ever encountered or have your kid ever come to you and say, I've been bullied in school. So they're asking a lot of questions. Have you ever faced that? Well, no. Actually, my kids do not have that problem because I'm in good terms with their mothers and we do talk when it comes to the welfare of the kids. We do discuss very good co-parenting, both of them. So I do not have that problem. Even <laughs> some people around still do not even know that I had a divorce. They will be like, hey, how is madam doing? I will say, yeah, <laughs> she's fine, you know? And that's it. It's part of life. So you see, I have a good feeling that my kids are okay. And they're not stressed out because when they need their mom, 
they call your mom and talk. Sometimes they go on weekend. My elder son is with the mom now. Mm-hmm. So he's in Holland. He's playing soccer. The younger one, he's here with me. But sometimes he goes to work into her mom. So it's fine. They do not have a problem with that. And I'm making sure that they have all that they need with me. They wouldn't have the stress of having a mother around. Can you stress on the importance of having a good relationship with your ex-partner? Why is that so important? Because now you're talking about you have a very good relationship with their mom. Can you talk more on that? Yeah, well, when it comes to the welfare of the kids, we do discuss, we call each other, check on each other as best friends, co-parents. That's the best thing that we can share. And um, sometimes when we have problems, we call, talk about it, but not personal, not relationship-wise, mm-hmm. but problems that probably at work or people outside or concerning our kids, our well-being. We do talk about it and give advice to each other, support each other financially sometimes. Yeah. So I guess that's the best we can have. And that's what our kids do deserve as well. Because the reason why I ask is that some people are no longer with their partners. And because of that, obviously, depending on the way the story went or how the relationship was, they don't talk to the other partner. And sometimes the kids are not really into the partner's life. So I was just trying to get more information on how or why it's so important to have that co-parenting going. And from your story, it's like the kids are priority. And we have to have a good relationship because of the kids. That's the most important thing. We can be co-parenting because you want to find out, hey, what happened? What did he eat this week at your end? Because he's having a stomach bug. Like, we need to know. So that's really, really important. What are the good things, memories and stuff that you do with your kids that make them feel like I can call on daddy at any time? I really love my dad. I really want to hang out with my dad. I really want to be with my dad. Like, to have that relationship with them. What memories can you share? (laughs) me having boys I guess soccer is the best thing <laughs> yeah because yeah I was a soccer player so I've trained them to follow their path because they loved it very much we'll be watching soccer on tv sometimes I normally go and practice when I quitted the league and started going for practice on Saturdays and Sundays morning so I normally take them along we have an academic around that I enrolled them so they will be having their own practice and I'll be having mine. Then after that, we'll come home together. We've been having good memories. And whenever I have games in the previous years, I normally take my eldest son. I didn't have my younger son then, yeah. And when we're home, he will be analyzing the game. Daddy, no, you should have done this. No, you should have passed the ball. <laughs> so they're good memories. <laughs> now I'm giving back that because um, when he has games and I have his recording, his mom sent me the recording. They're like, no, you should have passed. You should have done this. So he's <laughs> like, but at least I'm better than you now. <laughs> so they're good memories. Yeah, they're really good memories. Sometimes we'll be home, turn on the music so loud, be dancing here and there. <laughs> so funny. That's really, really good. Yeah. Most of the time we're on PlayStations competing and all that. I was about to say, <laughs> PlayStation and all. You, you finish the game from outside and you come back into the house and you're still playing again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you shared the importance of having a good relationship with your kids, even as a single father. It is very, very important to have a good relationship with your kids because what is more scaring about kids is that kids that can keep secrets. Mm. You need to like know everything about your kids. 
because you would be not around all the time. You would have been at school. You wouldn't be at his friends and all that. So whatever that happens, so whatever that goes on in his life, when you have that good relationship with your kid, he will, you know, you're the only person he can confide in, and it is very important. And then he will be able to take your advice, make sure that whatever you advise, you put it on the right way, and make sure that he understands. I guess that's something that will guide them, and without being harsh to them, shouting here and there. I have a good discussions with my kids. I have good rapport with my kids. We sit, we talk like grown-ups. It's something that I wouldn't feel that I miss a friend outside when I have my big boys around. So it's a good feeling. Trust me, it is. That's good to know that your kids are like your close friends that you wouldn't even miss outside even when you're with them because some parents are like, oh my God, <laughs> I want to go out. I want to have fun. And I mean, sometimes if you haven't gone out in a long time, yeah, sometimes you want to go out and be with an adult. But you want to also make sure that you are impacting your kids' life and spending more time with them. Like you said, getting to know everything about them. How did school go? How being with your friends go? You know, because you want to find out how their life is going, how their day went, so that you can get any information out of them and whatever advice you need to give to them, you can advise them like you're doing. And I'm really proud of you. I'm really happy that you are having this good relationship with them because a lot of people do not have that in their lives. And so they go around doing so many stuff of seeking fathers and other people. And some of them just end up messing up their lives because they haven't had that father figure in their lives. So what advice would you give to single fathers out there who are struggling, who feel like life is hard? I can't do this on my own. How can I raise this child on my own? Or how can I be a better father? What advice have you got for them? My advice for them is to start with making their kids be very okay with whatever they can add whatever their parents are earning, because that's the more important thing. Because you cannot satisfy kids, their wants. Everything they see, they want. Everything they see, they will want. (laughs) So it's better to put them in a very good situation that they will have to understand, this is what my parent can afford, and I think I should go by that. Be talking to them. Their kids, though, you should not dramatize them. Mm-hmm. But in a very nice way, in tricky way, telling them stories, explaining to them situations, mm-hmm. then they will get to understand, learn from those stories, and it will help them. And just give them all the love they need. It's more than the wealth and every other thing that you might think of. Yeah. So usually. I was, that's very yeah. good. Listening to them, showing them the love, and also letting them know this is what your father can afford. <laughs> Because like you said, kids will go with you and be like, can I go to the store with you? And then they go and then they're like, oh, I want this and I want that. And like everything that they see, they want. (laughs) We've been there before, so we understand. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I heard the story of a single father who was a taxi driver. The wife passed away and he was working somewhere. And as time went, he lost that job. And he was a taxi driver taking care of his three kids, two boys and one girl. And having to have those kids go to school, pay for them, make sure that they're in the right place. And today, the two of them have finished high school. Well, the girl is in university and she's working at the same time. But the other kids, one have finished high school and the other one is about to finish. But he's put in so much work to get the kids to where they are. It's a struggle sometimes, but you just have to keep encouraging your kids. It's good to have faith. 
it's good to believe that God is going to provide for you and put them in like expensive schools. But cut your code according to your size, whatever you can afford. Hope and pray that you get a scholarship. Hope and pray that you get some funds that will come in for taking care of these kids because kids are not cheap. They're expensive. You have to take care of diapers. I've heard people complain about yeah. diapers. Have you ever had to sort help at some point, even when you're taking care of your kids? Have you ever had to seek help in taking care of your kids when you felt like it was too much? Not seeking help directly for my kids, but I do have brothers around me. They admire me the way I take care of my kids. So sometimes unexpectedly, I would just like be at home and like I have a big cousin brother. He's always very, very caring. Sometimes he just pop up and like, bro, I got you this. I got the kids this. So it has been really helpful. Yeah, very, very helpful. For my kids, I do not have a problem because my first child, the mom was very supportive. Financially, we've been supporting our kid together. Yeah. Everything that we have to buy, like diapers and all that, we buy in bulk. <laughs> so yeah. we just make sure that we never run out of that because that is what our kids need at that moment. Feeding and all that, we just buy in bulk and make sure that it is always there. Because what a grown-up can take, kids cannot. So <laughs> we have always been supportive of each other when it comes to the welfare of our kids. So I don't have issues about taking <laughs> care of my kids because I've grown to learn a lot from it. I guess my responsibility comes from the way my mom took me, you know. I'm the firstborn of my mom, but she taught me how to take care of my younger ones. And all of them, that's what they call me from the time I had my first son. Everybody start calling me daddy, 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 all of them. So <laughs> I'm grown to be the old man in the house. So. <laughs> because I'm thinking, okay, you had your first child like 20? Because you said you were 30. So Yeah, I yeah. Wow. I was 20. That was when I just started working. I was working for the Daily Observer though. So the mom told me, well, I guess we're expecting. And I was like, what? I guess I'm ready. And she was like, are you sure you're ready? Because she was older than me. So yeah. I had to take up my responsibility, you know. And I started knowing that in nine months time, I have to get my son started and all that. Wow. Your mom raised you well. Kudos to your mom because your mom did well. Not a lot of people at 20 are taking up that responsibility. So you being able to do that now, it's amazing. For 10 years, you having a good relationship with your kids. Wow, that's amazing. Like, me, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because a lot of people are 20. No, 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 they are not going to do that. And how come you didn't say, I'm still young, I have a life to live, why do I have to take a... Like, did that ever cross your mind? Or why did you think it was so important to take care of my child now than, you know? At that age, I was responsible because I was working and I was doing some, at least helping my family get some stuff and all that. So I was responsible. I knew I could take care of a kid. And why do I need to wait for time to have a kid? Something that will eventually come in my life. Mm. Having it now, it's all part of it. So as I normally tell my friends around when they say, boy, you have a kid at a younger age, and I will respond, well, it's an investment, my brother. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good whenever you start having shares in this life, man. So it's a good thing. That's somebody that was brought up really well. And I'm not saying that other people that cannot change the narrative in their lives feel like you didn't go through the right training when you were a kid or so. You can still change that because the cycle can stop with you. You can just say, you know what? I didn't get this when I was young, but as an older person now, I want to do better and I'm going to do better. And kudos to the family for raising you well. I'm so, so proud of you. 
And I see that you are a light to those around you because I'm sure some of them were like, I can't have a kid now. Or some people may have just aborted, I mean, allowed abortion to take place because they're like, we can't have kids now because we are young. But you allow that to happen. And now they see you as a light in their community. They see you as somebody they can look up to. Some of them, I'm sure they see you as a light because of what you have been able to do. And I'm super grateful to see that you should being able to share the story and say, I don't really have any challenges. I love my kids. <laughs> I want to have fun with them. I enjoy being around them. That's really, really good. Any final words you have for the single fathers out there? Any last words you would want to give them of encouragement and thing? The final advice for them is to take care of their kids and make sure that they'll give them all the love that they deserve because that's what kids need, the love and care. Once they're 18, you can't handle them anymore. So you need to at least make sure that they have that thing at the tender age and be very careful of people coming into your life because where you think it should be you and your kids so they should be able to accept your kids and make sure that they take things according to your terms be very careful about women that come into your life after you have your kids because not all do accept them and are willing to do as you wish so avoid women drama baby mama drama (laughs) and all that be careful That's really good. I like the part that you said, show them the love. There's a scripture in the Bible that says love conquers all. So you show your kids the love and talk to them. Let them understand who you are. Let them understand what you're doing, that you are there for them. No matter how much money you make, you're going to get them what you can afford, but I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to care for you. And it's because I love you that I'm here. It's because I love you that I'm doing this. So thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you for taking time out to do this with me. I'm super, super grateful. And I pray that you continue to be a light, even to your kids, that even when they listen to this podcast, they'll be like, I love my dad even more (laughs) just listening to this. And that your story will just encourage other single fathers out there. So thank you so much. Thank you very much, George, for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the Gambia, West Africa. Cause they